It was French fries with a Grand Marnier cheese sauce and sweet and tender lobster tail poached in white wine and butter. It was insane. That, that sounds was, so over the top. Like, I mean, you're it just... It was so good. You're sitting there eating lobster tail on top of your french fries with cheese sauce? Okay, now I'm salivating. Sauce Magazine art director Mira Nagarajan is great at talking about food. It's hard not to get hungry when she describes what she's been eating. And, you know, we're constantly updating every day. Like, restaurants are opening at such a fast rate, so we're, we're trying to keep up with, with them. Boy, who knew this would be the problem in this pandemic <laughs> is that you can't keep up with the restaurant opening. I'm Sarah Fenske. This is St. Louis on the Air. Every month, Sauce offers a hit list of recommended new restaurant openings. The last month saw quite a few. They're offering new items for local food lovers, whether a server delivers them or you get them to go. And here to discuss this month's hit list is Sauce Magazine art director Mira Nagarajan. Mira, welcome back. Thank you for having me. Mira, there's so many restaurants on this month's hit list, and, and frankly, so many of them sound really good. Were you surprised by that in light of just this weird moment we're in in this pandemic? Uh, yeah, I was surprised, actually, but I think everybody at Sauce is kind of learning now more than ever the kind of behind-the-scenes process of what it takes to open a restaurant, and a lot of that process is, it takes about a year for some people. Hmm. So for a lot of these restaurants, the wheels were in motion, and a pandemic kind of posed the question, do I cut my losses and move on and carry this debt unemployed, or do I just double down and try to make it work? So people had some hard choices to make here. Um, yeah, I think so. And I think it's also a question of people figuring out how to be efficient and observing and learning and trying to present something that is viable. It's right interesting. Now. I know a couple of the restaurants on this list are what you guys call ghost kitchens. I love that term. Um, mm -hmm. For our listeners, what exactly is a ghost kitchen? Yeah, so a ghost kitchen is... It's basically a concept that doesn't really have a home of its own. It operates inside of an existing kitchen. So uh, you'll never, you can get it to go, you can get it uh, delivery, but it's, it's a way for restaurants to test new concepts and uh, kind of re-engage diners. You know, some of these restaurants have been in operation for a long time and they need a new hook for people that are familiar with the menu. Hmm. So it's a great way to uh, get reacquainted with your customer base and also attract new people. And, you know, maybe if something is successful, it would be uh, a restaurant that they would eventually launch in the future. It does make sense. There's some things that maybe just don't make sense for carryout. Like I might love to go there to dine in, but it's not the type of food that makes sense with my lifestyle right now. A ghost kitchen that they can sort of shift and they're doing this under new names. They're not just saying, hey, uh, Bailey's Restaurants, we're now offering wingdings. They're suddenly saying, we're wingding dong, and we're a exactly. ghost kitchen. <laughs> That's exactly right. I mean, yeah, we, we tried wingding dong. And, you know, it's like if you like Dave Bailey's Restaurants, you're going to like it. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a kitchen. It's a chicken-centric concept. And, you know, they do carry out. They do... Um, uh, they're operating out of the Bailey's range at 920 Olive Street in downtown. And we tried their uh, smoked wings with this delicious rub on them and this Alabama white sauce that had like this vinegar horseradish in it. And uh, their fried chicken sandwich, which I feel like we talked about this last time, but people cannot get enough of a fried chicken sandwich and they do an excellent version. <laughs> and um, 
we tried like some of their cocktails and tater tots. And it's kind of just like the craveable, you know, if you love wings, if you love fried chicken, chicken tenders, like this is the spot. It's it's really good. Hmm. So for a ghost kitchen like Wing Ding Dong, if people want to follow up on this thought, do they just go to the Bailey's Range website or they have to find uh, the individual sites for these new ghosty um, ventures? <laughs> yeah. If you if you want to, you can generally they have a separate site where you can order online and uh some of these places like Motortown Pizza, for example, which is in Brentwood, they're offering delivery within a certain radius. Mm. But you can go and they and I think they may have a link from their Revel Kitchen. They're like, you know, their main uh, restaurant. They might have a link on their site. But if you just Google like Motortown Pizza or Wing Ding Dong, and uh, you'll be able to find it and you should be able to place an order online. And if you're in, I mean, so everybody is offering different de- delivery options. So it just have to just depends on where you live and mm-hmm. to see if that's an option for you. And Mira, you're missing a prime opportunity for self-promotion. I will say the greatest guide to just get a handle on all the options out there is Sauce Magazine. Um, and, yes, you know, this, yeah, we do. Yeah, this issue I have right in front have of me. We have our restaurant guide. It's still operational. We tr- we're, tr- we tr- we're updating it all the time to make sure we have as much current information on there as possible. So definitely go to saucemagazine.com for any of that stuff. It's And, you know, we're constantly updating every day. Like, restaurants are opening at such a fast rate. So we're we're trying to keep up with, with them. Boy, who knew this would be the problem in this pandemic is that you can't keep up with the restaurant openings. Um, so you had mentioned this Motortown Pizza. This is a ghost kitchen that's out of Revel Kitchen. Um, that's in Brentwood. It's a, a well-loved place for its healthy food. And um, this Motortown Pizza sounds terrific. So those are two ghost kitchens for people who want to be up with the latest and greatest, Wing Ding Dong and Motortown Pizza. But I noticed there were also a lot of really interesting openings in North County this month. And I'm sure that's just a coincidence, but one of them seems like this made by Leah. I feel like people may remember Leah Weber. She actually won TLC's Next Great Baker competition. This was back in 2014, national reality TV show. Tell us a bit about this concept she now has in Old Town Florissant. Yeah, it's a new bakery, and you're right. She won the Next Great Great Baker in 2014, which helped her get to this point. And it's a really beautiful bakery. They're doing coffee. They're doing pastries. They have apparel. It's sort of like... It's su- it's super cute, and everybody there in Florissant is really loving it. I mean, if you go there, come prep to wait because there will be a line, mm-hmm. and it's worth the wait. We loved her um, lemon meringue tarts, chocolate chip banana bread. They do donate donuts with rotating flavors. They have cakes. I mean, we tried this like two layer mini cake with funfetti. It was like a funfetti cake with this ultra airy buttercream. We were like, is this whipped cream? Why is it so light? And it was just whipped so much with air that it was just light, super fluffy. Um, And it's just, it's a really cool space. I think it'll be one day when we're allowed to dine in, in in, like the way that we used to, if Mm -hmm. that happens sometime soon. I think it'll be one of those places that you want to go hang out in. It's such a beautiful, bright, airy space. Hmm. So that's made by Leah. That's an old town fluorescent recommended by Sauce Magazine. And Mira Nagarajan, the art director, is, is here with us today. One of the other options in North County that caught my eye, I love Korean food, uh, this place called Fire Chicken. Tell me about this. Yeah, so husband and wife duo Michelle and Sung Min Baek moved from Korea in the 90s. And um, obviously, you know, 
they wanted to do something Korean. And they, they, we love fried chicken at the office. Everybody's into it right now, especially. And what they're doing is perfectly crispy fried chicken mm. with your choice of sauce. So we recommend their signature dish, which is the fire chicken gangjung. And I think if I'm saying this correctly, gangjung indicates that it's a fried protein of some kind. And the sauce that it's dressed in is Michelle's fire sauce, which is a combination of jalapeno, garlic, scallion, soy sauce, just like very craveable, very sweet, sticky, a little spicy, and served with rice. And it's so delicious. And it's a tiny spot, you know, it's carry out or delivery only in Overland. Mm. And um, you can't really go wrong with that. You could get other sauces. I know they have like a teriyaki, for example, which would be a great option. And their menu is small, but it's solid. If you, whatever you get off of there, it's going to be good. We had, we tried the, we practically tried their entire menu and we loved everything. <laughs> I don't blame you. I mean, this all sounds so good. And this is just the perfect time to be stress eating Korean food. So that's, that's fire chicken. That's an Overland comes highly recommended by sauce. Another North County option. I mean, man, they are just bringing it this month. This is in St. Anne and it's called Love at First Bite. What are they doing there? Oh my there? God. They are after my heart, this this place. It's comfort food to go. Hmm. It's something that they, they are trying to offer something for everyone. So if you're gluten-free or if you're a carnivore or a vegan, they have something for you. And, you know, one thing that really took me by surprise is a dish that we got, which was lobster on my spuds loaded fries, Whoa. which was, it was French fries with a Grand Marnier cheese sauce and sweet and tender lobster tail poached in white wine and butter. It was insane. That, that sounds was, so over the top. Like, I mean, you're it just... It was so good. You're sitting there eating lobster tail on top of your french fries with cheese sauce? Okay, now I'm salivating. Yeah, I mean, and it's a, it's a, it's mostly carry out. I think they have a couple stools there, but it's a pretty unassuming kind of hole-in-the-wall spot. And um, their chef, uh, Jason Lamont, is really he knows how to cook the food is awesome we tried a vegan saint paul could not believe it was vegan um which is like it's traditionally like a kind of like a fried egg based patty with either meat or vegetables in it and you put it on white bread with lettuce tomato pickles mayo um, mayo and it's so good and this one was vegan couldn't (laughs) believe it and I mean, but I mean I'm talking about vegetarian or seafood they also do brisket they have a smoker outside and the brisket we tried was tender, delicious, not too fatty. It was great. Uh, I, I highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite spots that we tried this month. Wow. And, and speaking of vegan offerings, you've got another vegan spot on here, again, in a place that you might not think of as, as a prime vegan spot. This is out in St. Charles, and it's called Vegan Deli and Butcher. Um, I understand there's a familiar name or face in the kitchen here um, for people who loved Utah Station. Yeah, so Chris Burtke was the executive chef at Utah Station in Benton Park. And his new place is, you know, they're doing hot and cold sandwiches, classic deli sides like potato salad, mac and cheese. They're doing like a mustacholi. Um, We tried their soy-based meatball sub, which was really well-seasoned, had marinara sauce and a vegan Parmesan cheese on a toasted hoagie. But they have a Reuben, they have a French dip, they have an egg salad, and it's all vegan. And um, if you went to Utah Station and got a taste of the kind of um, food that he has to offer, I think you'll be similarly impressed with 
what they're doing at Vegan Deli and Butcher. And in the mornings, which is a new thing different from Utah Station, I believe, is that they're serving breakfast items like donuts and muffins from a local uh, vegan baker <laughs> and uh, coffee from Peace Love Coffee, which also shares the space with them. So it's kind of, I, I mean, I think it's great that it's in St. Charles. It's on uh, Main Street and they're doing dine-in. They have a patio. You can do carry-out. I mean, it's it's pretty cool. And I love that it's a, a new kind of uh, offering for St. Charles. Yeah, that is that is very exciting. Um, con- continuing this, this uh, suburban theme here, there are a lot of good, interesting new places in the suburbs. This one caught my eye because it's named Chillax, which frankly seems like the one thing a lot of places are not really encouraging people to do right now. Even places that are letting <laughs> you dine in, they're sometimes running the clock because, you know, they don't want you lingering and leaving your germs in the air. Um, what is Chillax up to? So Chillax is a bottle shop and tap room, a beer bottle shop. And um, Ashley and Archie Harmon have opened up. It's like a, it's their passion project. You know, Archie loves beer and loves brewing beer. And this year he left his career as a speech pathologist. He, he has a PhD in the field oh, wow. to open Chillax. And Ashley, his wife, is an elementary school teacher. She's helping in the evenings, on the weekends. So it's definitely a family affair and a passion project in Wentzville. And they have 30 rotating taps, so they're trying to keep it fresh, uh, to switch up the offerings whenever possible. And they also have a wide range of styles in bottles that you can uh, buy to go, like Pilsner, Stouts, Shandies, from local places like Rockwell, for example, Perennial, um, and craft breweries outside of St. Louis, like Off Color Brewing. Hmm. Um, And they don't have a patty, I mean, they don't have uh, food that they're offering. But you can get carry out and come dine there indoors or on their patio. So it's kind of a it's it's a cool thing that they're doing in Wentzville. And I think I love that, you know, we're seeing again people like taking a chance and um, taking a risk and pursuing something, even though we're in a pandemic, it's it's something that they wanted to do and they they went for it. Yeah, this seems like a really stressful time um, to quit your day job or to, you know, take out a loan to try something like this. But you have to to give it to the people who are doing it. And it's great to see them highlighted and and so many good options here. And unfortunately, we're, we're in our last minute here. So I don't think we're going to get to anything else on this list. But there are a few places we did not get to on Sauce Magazine's hit list. And so I want to encourage people to check that out. Um, you can do that on Sauce's website. There's also a link on our website, which is stlpublicradio.org. And if nothing else, you need to check out this list because there's a place on it called Bijou that's offering hand-painted chocolate bonbons. And Mira, I feel like that's just the perfect thought we need to leave people with because if there's if there ever was a time in America that called for hand-painted chocolate bonbons, it feels like maybe we're in it. Does that, would you agree with that? I couldn't agree more with you. It's uh, the chocolates that, uh, her name is Maggie Mobley, the chocolates that she's making are so gorgeous. It's like, it's such a treat to have that when if, if you go to buy it just for yourself or if you're buying it to gift it to somebody that you care about. <laughs> it's the most beautiful, beautiful thing. They're like hand-painted, like you said. They look like little jewels. She rotates the flavors. We tried a, uh, oh, a and, nut. And Mira, unfortunately, we are out of time on that, but oh. we, we will leave people wanting more and wanting those hand-painted chocolate bonbons. So That's all you need to know. Th- Just go get it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so Sauce Magazine Art Director Mira Nagarajan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. 
Is listening to an episode of St. Louis on the Air part of your daily routine? If so, suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help new people discover our show. Thank you. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.